0: new video. Today we're going to do some mental health and we even have a guest. Let's go. (coughs) Excuse me. Gotta get my breath together before I, you know, start. All right, you guys, welcome to another episode of Ultra Universe Everyday Heroes, the series that covers those topics that might be a little hard to digest, but are very important to talk about. Um, I'm also the host of Ultra Universe Live. That's the nerdy, geeky side of this whole podcast, and we do shows on all things there as well. Today, though, we're going to do some more mental health and a very important one, a question that I even don't know if I have the answer to personally, but it's definitely something that affects many people. Uh, This is for those who have kids, or those who maybe were the kid in the situation and are now an adult. Without further ado, though, we're going to get our awesome guest on. All the way from the other side of the country, we have Andy from Geek Salad. Hey, how are you? All right, welcome back, sir. We know it's been busy on both ends, but we are always yeah. glad we get you, uh, get you here. Um, and oddly enough, you told me that today you were actually facilitating mental health, so... Yep this kind of works
1: it's your preview to your class there you go um not exactly but yeah it's, uh, it's 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 definitely a little more based in a work environment but yeah
0: all right so today's question is one that i as you heard my intro really i struggle with the intro because i don't know what it is um we know that obviously childhood things that happen affect you as to when you become an adult, and obviously Mm -hmm. things that happen to you, things that you see, things that you do, culture, religion, anything that you practice will affect what you end up believing, doing, and seeing in, or or being, I should say, in adulthood. Um, And of course, we also know, according to many uh, mental health um, providers, obviously childhood mental health is very important, especially in uh, days where more and more prevalent of things such as anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, eating disorders, um, uh, I don't know. Bipolar. I mean, so many things that we thought were strictly adult mm-hmm. really start with the kids. Yeah. Um. So actually, it's even perfect too because I know you are a parent as well. So before we get into detailed, what does this question ring any bells as far as what you try to encompass? You know, when you talk with the family and when you have
1: your you know together time, is, is this is this a very important thing to go over with? It absolutely is. Um, I have conversations a lot. I, so I have a teenage daughter and you know, that this is not a an easy time for kids, uh, especially, right. I mean, it's never an easy time for kids her age to begin with. And when you, when you stack on there, you know, the fact that they haven't been able to work, you know, it, 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 they go to school in a way that, um, that, that like you or I were able to do at that age right? compound with all the additional um, things that, that go on. And my, my daughter goes to a very progressive school. So I figured that that might help with some of it because, you know, she's, I, I see a lot of myself in her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see a lot of that anxiety and I see a lot of that um, just that you're not, a, you're not very sure about yourself. You, you have a lot of, self-consciousness and what i what i've tried to do is i've told you know i've told her straight up that you know i i went through this and i didn't have anybody to talk to in a way that you do you're you know you're going through a lot of the same things that i went through so i can i can give you it based on my own firsthand experience i'm not going to pretend to say that you know, I know exactly everything that you're going with right now because you're, you know, this is almost forty years difference. But um I I try to do my best to just be there and listen to her and come up with ways that she can overcome them if she needs to talk to somebody. I've told her to not feel self-conscious or embarrassed by talking to like counselors at school. Right. Um they have a better idea of kind of like the the overall run of how the school works and everything versus, you know, I don't, I don't, I can really only give her guidance and kind of tell her the resources that she may have to do that, you know?
0: No. And that's fair. And I mean, same, you know, with my parents too, I definitely appreciate what they, you know, what they did. And in no way is this an attack on anybody's family members or any, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> yeah. and, and like you said, you actually, you, one point that at first I got, is that is different, and you know the, the the decades are different, the ages are different. Obviously, you did things differently than she's going to do. I've done things differently than you do. My parents did things different than I do. My wife, same thing. Um, and it 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 is difficult, uh, but it's nice to get the the parental viewpoint, and it, and it is very important. The other side of it here, and this kind of goes into the how it affects us now, um, is you know when you yourself don't know, or maybe are kind of putting on the superhero face because that's how you think you do it. Now, I won't ask you to get in personal, but I'll go into some personal for me. For me, the biggest thing was it wasn't that I wasn't given the support. It was that I wasn't sure how to go about asking the questions and getting the help. I I assumed I needed to kind of hold it up. And for the most part, it was fine. I mean, there were certain things as a kid that I could hold up and, you know, whatever, But now that I'm, you know, back into therapy and whatnot, a lot of the things such as, you know, the bullying, a lot of the things such as the anxiety, the ADD, the the OCD, uh, the depression, you know, the the suicide, um, it it manifests a hundredfold. And while I am getting what I'm doing now, and I'm definitely much better 3,060 degree difference, um, the main for me for this question here is that what, What you know, what should I have done as the kid? And, you know, my wife even makes valid points. You don't know, as a kid, you don't know necessarily what you're doing as a kid is really all you know to do, right? Like, that's what's going through your mind. And like you said, you know, schools have, you know, the school nurses, the school counselors, uh, more progressive ones have classes on, um, you know, anxiety and stuff like that nowadays. Yeah. But I think, you know, for me, the question is to answer because I, you know, I still feel like, you know, I put things on myself and it's my fault. And it is in a way because I never spoke up, but it's kind of like, how did my non-speaking up really cause so much more problem? And, you know, is there a way to really get people to go, hey... I know it's, you know, like one thing I didn't want to do is I didn't want to get the bullies more mad. So I didn't want to go right. to a teacher and then have them come back at me for, you know, the revenge or whatever. So really the, the thing here is what do you really do to make a difference? And like you said, you know, you can only go so far and tell her what you know, but you even know that you only have so much info that may or may not help. So right. it, it's a very, you know, we know that obviously as the kid, you have to make sure everything's cool. You got to make sure everything's okay. That's the obvious thing. We know that. Right. The problem is it's not like a physical thing where, you know, if you get a cutter or scrape, you put on some and uh, you put a bandaid mm-hmm. on, and that's what you do. You're done. This is an internal scrape that can't be bandaged because you don't know where it's coming from, right? right. And Yeah the problem is i think oh yeah i'll I'll stop in a second i just want to the the problem is is that you know for people like me who have held it in so long and then it just kind of explodes it's very hard to get back to that sanity mode because you you've had years of holy you know what what do i do now and that's how the childhood stuff has affected me as an adult because I never really felt uh, okay to speak up about it because I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? Right.
1: I feel like the first step, especially, you know, with kids is you, you have to immediately destigmatize it. You have to remove the stigma of mental health. Um, first, I think that's first and foremost, it's important Because it, first off, as a child, you know, coming to your parents, going to someone you you trust or respect, you need to remove that because that removes the self-consciousness of there's, I I don't want to go because I don't want them, you know, thinking less of me. They don't, I don't want them to think that I'm broken, that I'm, um, you know, defective in in some way. You, You definitely need to do that, you need to talk to them about being able to talk um, openly about things and, you know, be prepared, you know, as a parent, be prepared for what your kids are gonna say and, you know, see what you can do to to do that, but still keep that open ear and listen. I mean, it's primarily, they just, at least I feel with my, with my daughter, it's about listening. Just, just listen to what she has to say and we'll, we'll take it from there, you know?
0: No, and that, I mean, that's what I do at home here. It's the, the first part of my thing was speaking. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to look like, you know, lesser person. And it's actually funny you use the words broken and fixed. I no longer, th- those are now cuss words in the house because now yeah. I no longer look at as a broken because that means that I need fixing and I don't. It just means that I do things a little bit differently than other people do. Mm-hmm. And that's, Perfectly fine. And that's actually something that I try to share with people too. You know, you feel a little off, you do things differently. That's actually kind of cool. That makes you a little more unique. And that shows you that you can still do the same job, but from a different perspective, so to speak. Um, but yeah, the first part of it was speaking. The second part uh, was trying to understand the, the answers to the, to the questions. And again, I think you'd agree there's never really quote unquote an answer, so to speak, but the fact that if you can sit down with somebody that you love, whether it's your your significant other, your family, your friends, whoever, if you can spend a few minutes and just share, that's mm-hmm. half the battle. And that that and you're right. That's the hardest part. It's 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 admitting that you are scared. And yeah, for me, it's very you know that was very hard for me to do. Now now it's getting easier. You know, it's not it's not perfect but that was the biggest thing for me admitting that I am terrified of things and I need some help. And that was part one. Now I'm at the point luckily where I can practice whatever you want to call them and see what works to make things better. And it's trial and error, right? You're never going to find it immediately. It might take 10 times to find something. And that's kind of where it is. And and that, and I think the other part of it is acceptance, too. Like, I agree that the first part is definitely opening up. But I think really the biggest deal, and I think you kind of said it with the destigmatizing, is accepting it. If you're different, that's not bad. And in, in a way, that makes you kind of good because you get to see things in a way others don't. So that, to me, I think is more important than than the other parts. Because if you're not okay with you, how can you be okay with others? If you can't, uh, you know, love yourself, I guess, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Um, I find it also helpful too. Cause I know like when I talk to adults about mental health, you know, we talk about coping mechanisms. We talk about ways that we can mitigate, you know, any anxiety that we have, uh, so we can still you know, function. Um, and the one thing to keep in mind that with kids, you don't, the biggest thing that i i find is i tell my daughter you know there are there you can use coping mechanisms but as a as a kid it's very easy to kind of retreat into them yes and it becomes more of a cudgel than it does just a coping mechanism so again it's just one of those things that because you're still dealing with a mind that is developing and doesn't quite understand what's going on i feel like the, the the best groundwork you can lay, especially for a young kid, is to, to you know, de stigmatize. There's nothing wrong with the way you are feeling, right? And we want you to ask us if you need help, if you need just anything. Please come to us. We can ask you. We can keep. We will keep asking you. But if you need something, we're open. And don't. I I feel like with my daughter, a lot of it comes down to she's afraid. To ask, well, she's afraid to ask for anything. Now, Christmas this year was interesting, so we kind of had to you know, make it up on the fly. She doesn't want to ask for anything, and that comes in, in terms of you know her emotional well-being, too. And it's like she doesn't want to ask us because she feels like she's putting us out. And we have done you know everything in our power to do that. And also letting her know that if, if there is something that we're not doing, my wife and I are not doing it, you know, we're, we're adults, we can handle the criticism. If you feel like we need to pull back or whatever, um, then we definitely need to, to do that. We need to, we need to be able to listen and make it an open discussion.
0: No. And that's, I mean, I will, I will add on to that. I always try to make sure that, you know, my parents, especially everybody around me knows how appreciative I am. And I, I never want to feel as if I'm just using and taking what I need. You know, they do, it's funny because they tell you, you know, use your resources and that's fine, but I never wanted to seem like I'm not thankful. And that's the biggest thing. I now know that it's okay to say, I need your help. And maybe even say like, Hey, I don't know if I like how that works. Can you help me figure something else out without trying to sound offensive to them? You know, Mm. I used to think that if I said, I don't like how you're doing it, they would just, they would hate me. Now I'm saying that I can, say, and again you say it politely. You know, you don't just yeah, flat out exactly. go, you know, yeah. whatever. But you say it in a way where you go, "Hey, that's not working. Let's let's talk more and see what's going on." I mean, I will say it's very hard. To, you know, while I'm doing this, talking to my parents all the time because I know they have their way of doing things, and they they mm-hmm. want to share their way of doing it, which is fine. But there's always that line of where do I stop talking to them about it? Because all all I'm hearing is kind of like, "Do it this way." And instead I'm trying to tell them I'm learning ways that work and I appreciate your help. I always appreciate your help. I love you as parents. I love everything you do, but there are certain things that I think now that I'm an adult, I think I need to do a different way because it doesn't work the same way that it might for you. And again, I'm sure if your daughter were to come to you, I'm sure that would be a perfectly okay thing for her to say, because that's probably just her saying, Hey, I'm figuring things out. Thanks for the help. But let's yeah. you know. Now we're in 2022. Let's do it this way now and see if this works. So there's a lot of, of growing on both ends, and I think you know, for anybody who's watching live or who's going to watch on repeat, this is a good thing to watch for both sides, both the the, the parents and the kid, because it's 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 a it, just like just like any relationship, it's a both. You both have yeah. to do it. So you both want to help. You both want to be happy. Mm-hmm. You both want to do good but then you also have to deal with the "Eh" part of, okay, is it okay if I say something negative just because it's it's hurting? Can I tell you, can I do that? And that's the part where I think there's a disconnect because everybody's so afraid of offending and we need to kind of be in a better mood of, now I'm not saying go out and piss people off. I'm saying if you really feel like somebody's hurting you or somebody's doing something wrong, even if it's a loved one, you're okay to say, hey, let's step back for a second. And let's reframe. So I'll kind of give you the last few minutes to do it. I think we've kind of, but I'm curious to see what you think of that. What say that.
1: Yeah, I think that's, I mean, it definitely is. It's a lot of trial and error to see what works. Um, you know, as, you know, I was a child of divorce. My daughter is not. So my daughter has got a more stable home life than I did. Um, right. My mother was pretty open. She wanted to talk to us. Right. And dad, not so much. So it was like, it was a lot of like, you, you feel like that emotional distance. Right. Um, okay. So what we try to do is, you know, I, the way I try to approach things is just try to, to do what worked for, for me when I was growing up would, and avoid, what didn't work, you know, on the other end of things, my wife right. had us, you know, stable home, stable family and all that. And she, um, you know, she still talks, to my daughter about how we get through stuff. And it's not just simply a matter of just get over it, you know, and that's kind of the the big thing. The big overlying message is you don't tell them, just get over it because no, I I, I do instill hope with my daughter, hey, you know what? I see a lot of myself in you. Things are going to get better. I promise you they are going to get better. And right. I'm here to help you with that. If you need it, mom's there to help you with that. If you need it, right. you know, there are, we know more about the resources that were are left to us than like I did growing up.
0: No, that's, and that's perfectly, yeah, no, that I, I agree. I mean, my, my grandma just, you know, she, we've come to a point now where she just wants to say hello. She doesn't need, you know, need mm-hmm. anything. She doesn't yeah. want to cry. She just wants to say hello. And that's actually probably the best kind of relationship you can do because that's just family being family going, Hey, How's it going? What's new? Okay. That's good. See yep. you. Bye. Yep. We'll talk soon. And that, you know, that, that's the, that's the difference of things too. So in no way do I ever want to think, tell people that, you know, I'm I'm don't like what they're doing. I'm super appreciative of everything. My parents do so much and I love them very much for that. And I definitely compared to other people that I know I'm very lucky with that, with that. But um, there's definitely, this definitely is one of those ongoing talks that I think, Uh, Hopefully people will continue and you know obviously you know you when when you do your mental teaching stuff like that This is obviously something that people do of all ages whether we're adults whether we're kids whether we're you know seniors Everybody kind of wants to jump in on it and I think it's fair that everybody wants to jump in I think the only thing we have to remember is everybody's a little bit different when it comes to How they did it and I think it's a matter of okay. Hey this is what I know. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm not saying you have to do it this way, but let me share with you what I learned and see if anything comes of it that might be helpful. If nothing comes of it, that's cool too. Yeah. I just want to share the story with you. And that's, I think, what you're doing with your daughter. And I think what a lot of parents are kind of now more doing with their kids. And, you know, again, as an adult of someone who just was was fearful and is so fearful now, and I, I will admit it, the fact that I didn't open up caused many of the things I'm dealing with now because I was so Um, I'm sure I didn't want to let anybody down. I didn't want to offend anybody. Um, But day by day, I am seeing that, you know, it's, it's easily changed back to the good. And I think I've told you, I'm not, you know, I don't look for the happy in the life. I look for the appreciation. I look for the love. I look for the thankfulness. And that's how I'm living now. I don't need to be smiley woohoo all the time. I am just appreciative of, you know who i have what i have you know health money a place to live wife all that stuff that's how i'm looking at it and honestly that has turned my emotional state so much better because i am actually looking at the things that now are more important important maybe when i was you know a teenager or, or a child or whatever mm-hmm. so this is a very good, you know, topic. Maybe we'll continue on another day and do it again. But I think this is definitely one of those questions, or that that parents should, you know, and kids, both sides should sit down, and and just like our guest said, you know, they they may not want to re- uh, reciprocate at that moment, but just let them know, you know, if you need some help, if you have a question, you're there. And more times than not, if you're not too pushy on it, they'll come back and go, okay, hey. I think I got a question for you. Let's let's chat for a minute, and that's kind yeah. of where we want life to be. We want both sides to be able to not be so, uh, and more. Yeah, you know, I know I can't think of a better word for and, uh, but you know, more so open, uh, but more huh? Yeah, there you go, there you go. Um, all right. So I think we had a good talk here. I appreciate as always for coming on when you can. Um, we'll get him back on very soon. I know he's teaching, doing all that stuff, so he's keeping busy, busy, busy. Um, We are also here as well. We just had a small earthquake, though, actually. So that was kind of weird. It was very tiny. It was like a four point something. So it was it was barely anything, but still. Um, So we're just doing that here. But of course, as always, you can check us on YouTube and Twitter and Twitch. And of course, we can't forget the shout out. Go check out Geek Salad on Twitter and YouTube. All their awesomeness is there. They are kicking it out day by day. I mean, you guys got videos. I feel like almost every hour now. Like you
1: have so much stuff. If um, only, if only I had the time for that. But yeah, I know, right? Yep. Uh, every week at least, we have a new video out. So. There you go.
0: I will take that. That is perfectly fine with me. Uh, all right, you guys. So thank you so much again, as always, guys. You are loved. You are worthy. Thank you so much. Please stay safe. Please stay healthy. Please you stay nerdy, and may the force be with you all. Bye, everybody. Later.